to Jones and Gamble, and he flies it out in front of the beast. He gets another one as Miller has the game on. Yes, he's in as well. They're starting to row home. Looking for Gamble, and he's got it on the ball. Well, welcome everybody. Everybody to the debut episode of Team List Tuesday Nights, a show where we'll be breaking down the upcoming clash, reviewing the team list, key matchups, predictions, how we're going to win, how we're going to lose. Welcome everybody, Sean and Storky. How are we doing, boys? Good, mate. I've uh, decided this week to throw your favorite jersey on. I saw your video during the week. Uh, Given this one a bad rap, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear this jersey tonight. And I just, fucking um, hate that jersey. Hate I don't it. mind the grey, mate. I don't mind nah. a bit of the grey in the jersey, mate. Comment away how ugly that goddamn jersey is. Sean's wearing. My lord. I'm not going to sit here in nothing. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Storky, how we doing, brother? Yeah, mate. Fantastic. Just excited to um get into it. You know, the whole new Tuesday nights live. Excited to break down the game, mate. What else is there to say? Let's just get into it, eh? Yeah, guys. All right. This week, round 11 sees the Knights taking on the Gold Coast Titans. 2 p.m. this Sunday, uh, a return to McDonald Jones Stadium for the Knights for the first time since round seven. That nail-biter, that absolute golden point thriller against the Penrith Panthers. Now, the Knights come back after sun-baking and cocktails and barley after missing the magic round. Now, they're going to be facing a Titans team that's gone Won back-to-back victories, find themselves back in the top eight and desperate to win a game for the first time since August 2016 in Newcastle. Can you believe it? What a hoodoo. Um, now, let's, let's take a look at the team list, shall we? guys the team list is out let's go through it shall we now look completely unchanged back line nothing out of the ordinary there is there Lockie Miller Dominic Young Dane Gagai Bramman Best and Greg Marzu um Kalen Ponga comment away what you think of that one um back at 5'8 captaining the side with Jackson Hastings uh up front we see Daniel Siafidi um with Leo Thompson starting again Venus Crossland is promoted from the bench back into starting hooker with Tyson Brazell and Lockie Fitz in the second row. Matt Crocker back playing starting lock. Uh, on the bench, our boy Tyson Gamble. Great to see him back there. JSAF on the bench. Now the big one, guys, comment away. The missing man, Adam Elliott. Mm. Where's he been? He's back. Um, and Jack Hetherington round out our 17. Now looking across to our opposition, the Gold Coast Titans, uh, Jaden Braley, Alofiana, Khan Pereira, Brian Kelly, Jojo Fafita, and Philip Sammy ran out the back line with the veteran K- Kieran Foran and Tanner Boyd filling in for the injured Toby Sexton, uh, Moiaki, Fodu Waker, Chris Randall, Tino Fassel, Lama Awi up front with David Fafita in fucking scintillating form at the moment, um, and Isaac Liu in the back row. Uh, sorry, with Joe Stimson, sorry, and Isaac Liu at lock uh, with Cruz Lemming, Aaron Clark, Cleese Haas, and Joe Vuna on the bench. Now, boys, what stands out? 
man, I'm just excited to see Adam Elliott in the team. Yeah. Like, I think mate, that's a big all, one, isn't it? Yeah, we've all been waiting for it, and it's just exciting to see him in there. You know, generally, you would have thought that maybe he would be in the starting side, so the fact he's coming back in his first game back on the bench, you know, I'm hoping he is 100%. There isn't still something little niggling there, but he's excited, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm also excited to see how Marzu goes against his old old team. And, and it, you know, flip the coin, I'm also excited to see how Chris Randall goes back in Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Probably wouldn't have said that if he was, you know, playing in our side, but I'm, I'm interested to see how he goes. They've been pumping that up too on some of the Titan socials. Have they? There uh, you go. Yeah. I, I, I stay away from other team socials. There you go. Night, night socials are, are, you know, they're good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, well, as, um, as a boy, Tim Willard said here, um, no Brimson, that's a plus, absolutely. Yeah, that's um, a massive plus. Yeah, big yeah. plus. Toby Sexton, too, the half, um, being out, too, that always goes well. Um, what do we got here from our boy, Lockie Tipper? Just goes to show how good Crocker is going yet. Mm-hmm. Keeping that starting position, I thought he was great last week. Um, bagged a try, what, in the first five or six minutes off that Jacko kick against the Eels. Um, I think he's more than deserved of keeping that starting spot. Um, Jack Hetherington, boys. I know you got yep. strong feelings about... Jack Sean, um, yeah, I just, I just feel like um, with some of the other players that are just off of this team list in in the uh, extended bench, like your your Jack Johns and your Dylan Lucas, those those boys are are, are playing well, and do you know I I feel like they're they're a bit hard done by, and we haven't seen the best from Jack Heverington. He is getting better. Um, so I feel he needs to have a big game this week if he wants to cement that spot. If not, mate, there's there's Jack Johns there sitting there waiting for it, and like I said, also Dylan Lucas. So yeah, Jack's got to Jack's got to step up. He's got to bring them down his spot. neck. He's got to find that mongrel again, like we've said. You know, it's you know when we've said it a few few times now. But he when he came to the club, we were all excited about you know we needed that you know that dominating player because we lost Clemens, so we needed that you know a little bit of that mongrel, and we were hoping that Hetherington would have that, and hasn't really shown that yet. So mm. you know, I know he's come back from an injury, so sometimes you know you can be a bit injury shy, you know, especially if it's um you know one that requires surgery and things like that. But yeah, yeah hopefully we see a bit more of that out of him. Yeah, I agree. But overall, how you how you feel like reading the team list? I think it, it's looking pretty good myself. Um, yeah. Apart That's... from apart from Brayley, mate, it's yeah. pretty much looks near strength to me, unless I'm forgetting somebody. I no, no that, that that that's pretty much it. And look, I I think this is our our strongest lineup this year, and people are probably aren't going to agree with me considering that we don't have Brayley. But look, I. Crossland does does a, a good enough job. Is a is he you know a, a top eight hooker in the game? Then that no, he's not. But I feel like with that team around him, that's our best side. Mm. Well, look one one play that is omitted. Uh, Lockie Tipper, what's the report on Kurt Man now? Unfortunately for our boy Kurt, um, scans have confirmed he does has a torn oblique muscle, um, a three to four month rehabilitation period in front of Kurt. So. Bit of a nasty one. Um, yeah, had a bit of a shock of Kurt. I, I don't even know if Kurt is fit and healthy. I don't know where you fit him in this team, to be honest. Well, that's what I mean. Does yeah. Croker like drop out or does he go somehow nah, go back nah. to the bench? But who are you going to move off the bench to put him back there? So, no, nah. nah, there's no way you can move Croker out of the 17. To me, look, 
to me, Kurt Mann doesn't come back into this side. And I, I think that's just a, a that's probably a personal preference thing. Um, but for me, I would rather Tyson Gamble over Kurt Mann. I don't think it's really a knock on Kurt Mann. It's more so. No, it's, you know, not. it's a testament it's to, not. The, to the strength of the, the squad, Absolutely. really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that can fire up players that aren't in the side also to give their best as well because they want back in. So everyone's competing for a position. So that competition, you know, creates that hunger. So that's not necessarily a bad thing either. Mate, the only good headache is a selection headache. And I'd rather one every week, mate. So um, it's a first world problem, mate, having selection problems. So no, look, I'm feeling good about this Um, team list. um, Yeah, as we spoke about before, near full strength of me, obviously Braley being the big out, but... Um, yeah, I'm excited about this one, boys. I, I really think um, we can do some damage with this team. Now, looking at that, I think we should have uh, our key matchup, um, who we believe will be going head-to-head, who to keep an eye on, their best, maybe our best on the day. Um, now, a couple of guys in scintillating form. Tyson Brazil mm-hmm. winding back the clock. David Fafita playing his way into an Origin jersey. My God. Um, yeah, best of luck trying to stop this guy full flight, boys. It's his 50th Titans game too, so he'll be revved up. Like, I know it's only 50. It's not 100 go. or anything, but he'll be fired up. So, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it looks much to get him fired up. but To give you a bit of a breakdown on the two players um, in the season so far, David Fafita only bagging the one try, a 93.1% tackle efficiency, which is pretty darn good. 167 average run meters. He's the big one, though, boys. 17 offloads so far. Um, mm. Frizzell only managing four, 102 run meters, a 97.2 uh, tackle efficiency for Tyson. That has to be club high. I think I don't think anyone would be higher than that. Um, yep. And three tries for the season. So, look, both guys in great form um, heading into this one, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's going to be definitely interesting to watch. Someone um, mentioned, I think Lockie uh, mentioned in the comments there that it could be a possible origin matchup. So that's exciting as well. So, yeah, there's going to be some fireworks, hopefully. Well, here's, yeah. another, good, here's another good one too from Justin. Miller versus Campbell should be an interesting battle of the fullbacks. Yes, I was going to say be, that. Yeah, that was going to be one of my picks as well. I'm mm. I'm pretty high on Jaden Campbell. I think he's a good player. Obviously, he gets you know pushed out for Brimson and has been playing a lot of bit of bench. Um, but hey, he's played like nine games um uh, this season, and you know he's had 27 tackle breaks in those nine games. So I just think you know he's one of those players you definitely got to watch out for. And Parramatta obviously thought so because there was rumours for a while there that he was going to go to them. So yeah, I can definitely agree with you there, mate. Mm. Yeah, and see, so look, a. Uh, uh, a very key thing to this matchup, I feel, is Fafita made very light work of uh, Andrew Andrew Davy on Sunday night, which allowed Foran to score two two tries in two minutes early in the game, um, and then they just kept peppering that side all night. Mm. And look, Frizzell really needs to make sure Fafita is not running over the top of Hastings all night, because I can guarantee you that Fafita is just going to be lining up Hastings and 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 taking him on all night, and that's just. Frizzell's just got to do his best to to protect his half. Is he going to try and run over Ponga as well? That could be an issue. Wrong, wrong side of the field. Ponga's oh, on the other okay. side. Thankfully, well, yeah. Thank <laughs> God. Ponga, they push Ponga out to the left, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, well, look. Moving forward, boys. Let's let's break down the game where we think where things could go right for us, or things can go horribly wrong. Now, you touched on it, Sean. I've done a bit of digging onto the into the Titans' offense, mate. Now, look. The Titans 
have scored 21 of their 36 tries thus far, which is 58%, which is the most lopsided in the NRL thus far. All their points on the left edge, which is exactly that. David Feeder, Brian Kelly, and Carm Pereira, who happens to be their leading try scorer. Shock horror uh, with 11 tries. So, yeah, as you said, um, Frizzell, Gags, and Young are going to have to be on their game. You know, Frizzell with a 97.2% tackle efficiency. Gags with 86.8. Young, 80.67. So, we got to really lock up that right side, don't we? I know it's been a problem yeah. in the past, but, man, if they're on point, we can certainly um, dissolve any sort of attack from the Titans. Yeah. Yeah, if we don't if we don't lock up that that left side attack from the Titans, we're in trouble. They'll they'll be they'll be running down that side all night, especially if they can get an early trial two out of out of four and again. So that that's yeah, those non- been, they've been playing really well. Their halves as well, like foreign um foreign foreigns um just got like another breath of energy mm. him or something since going to the Titans. He's taken it to the next level. You know, he should be starting to wind down. He yeah, seems to be and doing isn't, the isn't their main half out injured? Um, yeah, Toby Sexton. Sexton's yeah. out injured, so he's he's going to have a fun time just getting back into the squad. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, look, on the flip side of that, um, now look, the Titans do concede 47%, very lopsided, of their tries on the on the right side, the opposite side. So um, yeah. this is this is left, right, middle, okay? This is how they're going to break down the stats. So look, that opens up beautiful opportunities for Marzu, Best, Fitzy, and KP. We all know KP has a Probably one of the most lethal right-to-left pass in him. We know what he can do with Lockie Fitz. So I'm really expecting a good outing from our left edge this week. Okay. I hope you're right. Fitzy running some yep. of those angles. I hope so, mate. Yeah. I, I think there's points to be certainly had. And if, if the trend continues, mate, yeah, they're going to be bleeding points down that right edge. Maybe no bullet passes to the bread basket this game and we should be, we should be all right. <laughs> The old one minute, one meter bullet pass. Yeah, we don't want to see any of that. No, yeah. that. thanks, Ponga. Um, but yeah, what did what did you boys have? You know, where where do you think you know their weaknesses are? Is such or something we can pinpoint? Um, oh look, man, I'm I, not really was, sure they have too like many. Yeah. I was surprised to see that they were in the top eight. I, to be honest, they've kind of been flying underneath my radar, you know, and then I saw they were at that seventh spot, I think it was, and I was like, holy crap, they're in the in the top eight. Like, they mm. kind of flew under my radar and like I was saying, I don't think they'd have a lot of weak spots. Like, don't get me wrong, they're no uh, bloody Storm or Panthers or anything like that, but they have a decent team this year. And like we were saying before, I think their halves are playing really well. It's hard to disagree with you about their edge there as well, so and Jaden, um, Jaden, I think you called him Jaden Brady before. I almost went to do it then as well. Um, but Jaden um, Campbell, he's just yeah. like, yeah, he's like he's so slippery. He's hard to get through. Like he can turn like any nothing into anything just like that. Very, very much Miller like, you know, on our side. Mm. So, mm. yeah, it's definitely not going to be an easy win. If anyone's thinking, oh, the Titans, we're going to walk through them. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, John yeah. McGrath, we need to close the feet of space. He gets way too much room, unstoppable. Yeah, look, that's going to be a big. Yeah. Point. Um, I believe you got the stat, Sean. How many meters are we bleeding? I know we bleed. Look, I, I don't. I don't have. Um, I don't have the exact figure, but we do bleed the most meters in the comp. We are the worst in the comp for for uh, meters conceded, which to me is is. I'm not surprised by that with how slow our line speed is. So, look when when I read something like we need to close for feeders space. I know we're not going to. I know that's not going to happen. It hasn't happened in in the first nine nine games we've played this year. 
So does the break change that though? Does the break freshen the guys know. up? And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, it's it's a, it's been a very weird break. Let's let's call it what it is. It's been a weird break. We've had players in New Star Townsville, Bali, Fiji. Players have been everywhere. Mm. Um, which, whether you want to say that's that's rightful for them that they're they're able to do that in a bye week, or whether you don't like it. To me, it just, I don't know, it just throws up so many uncertainties because, like, yes, they're, they're having a rest or, but I, I, I don't know. There's, it's just so hard to sit there and say how we're going to go after a, a, a break like this. I, I'm just, I'm not looking forward honest. to social media after the game if we lose. Those meters conceded that we were talking about, they've been an issue pretty much this whole season almost. Even when we were playing well, we just our line speed just isn't that yep. after scratch with other teams. And like what we're gonna change it and magically it's gonna be all of a sudden a lot better when we're playing someone like a feeder. So that is a yeah. big worry. Yeah. Well, look, one thing that has changed and hopefully does spark a little bit of something we touched on before. Uh James Monday, thanks for the comment, pal. I hope Elliot brings some mongrel when he does come on. Now, look, um, yes. Something that has severely lacked from our bench, I believe, is some sort of impact. It's mm. sort of, I believe, once the the front, um, the two big boys come off, I think there is a lull. I haven't really seen any much impact off the bench now. I'm really, really excited to see Adam Elliott. Um, I was excited to see him in round one, and mm. then then there was this that. See, he, he's he's not he's not um he doesn't have much match match fitness or any match fitness this year, so. Look, I don't know how much of an impact he's gonna gonna have immediately. I'll, I'll touch on more of this a little bit later, but yeah, I I don't know. I just don't think it's gonna be. I don't think he's gonna have the mongrel in him straight away that we're all hoping for. Maybe that's enough to lift the other boys, right? Like the guy seems like a fucking maniac, so. Yeah, surely having a guy like that next year is only going to. Well, we thought we thought Heverington was a maniac, and we haven't seen that yet either. And yeah, yeah that's a good point. So, um, so who knows? Well, certainly Gamble coming off the bat. I know it's a different type of you know impact compared to the big you know the big bopper forwards and whatnot. But you know he's got a mouse on him, so maybe hopefully he can stir the boys up when he comes on in a different way. Yeah. Um, Mark Spears, thanks for the comment, buddy. Uh, Titans have second phase play. The Knights don't. It's been the basis mm. of the Dolphins' attack too. Ponga will do so much better. If they can develop some second phase play, completely agree, mate. Oh, and that's the why been killing that. That's yeah. why I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that they can really isolate and identify this uh, Titans right side and pick them to pieces, like every other club has done for the last ten weeks against them. Um, and then, yeah, we we get to see Fitzy, KP, and um, oh, sorry, Fitzy, Best, and Marzu just fucking terrorize them. Um, I'm hoping that's the case. Um, yeah. I know someone I'm in the comments just said, so should we bring in some younger blood to try and, you know, get some of that hunger back in? But, like, who is there really that we can bring in? There's other players that are playing in the first grade side that aren't making it at the moment, like Johns and, you know, players like that. So, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Uh, Justin, good to see you again, mate. Can DSAF and JSAF bring the mongrel? Are they capable of that? Um, well, Jaseph used to. Jaseph used to come off the bench and you could feel that impact. It was like, oh, okay, here we go. And I for arguably, mm. for I don't know if it was last season or season before, but he was arguably the better of the two brothers. You know, and I think, um, you know, he was starting there for a, for a while. Season. Yeah, exactly. So, 
Man, I'm hoping yeah. you can lift it up. We did try with both of them being starters. Remember, I think it was the start of this season, wasn't it? We had both the Safidi boys starting and it just didn't seem to work. So Yeah. Well, Origin's just around the corner and I'm Ex- hoping they're not exactly. thinking about Origin. I hope they're not, even if they're, you know, a chance of being selected, I hope they're not thinking about that. But for me, they need to be hitting that form. They need to be hitting the form that got them both selected for Origin just to give us, just to give us a, we we really need to win this game. I know I say, I say that every week, but man, we need to win this game. So I really hope that they're digging deep and and hitting that that Origin form. Yeah, just to get that grit back. When it was super yeah. disappointing that Eels game, I uh, felt felt like we took so many steps forward and took a few back, didn't it? But yeah. Way if we can just back. recapture that energy, that grit and determination that we found against the Panthers, mate. We can absolutely massacre the Titans. It's in us. It's in yeah. us. It's, it's all mental. It's all mental. It's all effort. It's all the little areas. Um, they're certainly capable of doing it. I'm just hoping that, yeah, um, this is a, a correction course, you know. It, uh, we won't get a repeat of what happened against the Yields, and um, we can put that to bed. That's our, um, that's our one nightmare for the season, and we can move on from that. Well, John McGrath, um, talking to the Fords, um, do you think Leo will be better off the bench? Um, you put him on the bench, who do you bring on, though? Like, would you put both the Saifides back on again? Like, what you put – like, who who do you put on to only you know, to start the game if he goes back onto well, the bench? Was a, there was a period of time there where the Saffs were starting, right? Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Sa- that was earlier Saf- this season. If the Saffs are both playing that origin form, then I would be – starting them you but yeah i don't know as of like right now no i'm not putting leo on the bench no uh, he's showing well, that hunger as well well Lockie agrees and yeah I, I don't think leo's done anything wrong to deserve losing no. that starting spot I, that's, I think that's the thing it's a demotion does he has he been playing badly enough to be demoted i don't think so no no certainly not um but look guys moving right along We're going to go to our next segment called Lock It In. All right, guys. We're always looking for bold predictions, so please comment away. We want to hear some bold predictions of the game. We want to hear your locked-in moments, statistics, some try scores, whatever it is may be. Let us know what you think is just bound to happen this game now. Sean, brother. Yeah. What do you got for me? Okay. Um, my lock it in, my lock it in for this week. Um, okay. Um, look, I know I, um, I, I, I favor this guy a little, little too much. We're having a bit of a problem with our little lock it in screen there. Um, okay. I'll do it without that. All right. So, look, my lock it in this week, I'm going to lock in Phoenix Crossland to make 35-plus tackles. And the reason I'm saying that is I believe Phoenix will be playing 80 minutes worth of hooker this this week. Now, whether or not people out there agree that he should or not, doesn't matter. I am saying that Phoenix is going to make 35-plus tackles. And my second lock it in, I'm going to lock in Kalen Ponga to have two try assists. And I say this because I expect Kalen to turn his form around after making it clear that he wasn't going to Bali and the Fijis and the rest of the, where everyone else went on holidays. Um, 
mate, you you watch him set up Marzu on best and on one side and Gags and Young on the other. I feel like I feel like that's going to be be a big one for Kalen, and he's going to set up a couple of tries. Lock that one in. Looking like at your lock in with Phoenix. Question: Have has has Clune ever played in a hooker? Would he have been an option that they may have looked at? Like he was obviously, you know, a halfback no, last year. Defense isn't he's, good enough. He's, his defense is not good enough to defend in the middle for eighty minutes. Okay. No way. Oh well, even for a, a brief period of time, no. Okay, does have a pretty good footy brain, but well, yeah, that's well, understandable. Going on from yours, Sean, our good mate Pat. Thanks for joining us again, Pat. KP man of the match. Do you believe, given what you just said, we may see a Kalen Ponga man of the match performance? Sean, are you willing to go on record in front of everybody? <laughs> Will um, you? Oh, will I go on record and I, say Bong is going to have a the big fella on the spot? Shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. What no. a letdown. No, oh, no. I, I don't think so. You think, I, it's I, be, you think though, it's going to be a step in the right direction? I think, it's a step in the, I think, I think Pong is going to have a step in the right direction, but I don't think that, yeah, I don't I don't think he's going to be man of the match. Well, working in Kalen's, thank God, working in Kalen's favour, he's going to be. No, we need hopefully David Fafita um, and that that edge of there. So let's hope defence isn't in the headlines again for Kalen Ponga. Um, but Storky, brother, what's your lock it in, pal? Okay, lock it in. Get the big lock there ready. I've already seen someone mention it in the comments. So, you know, someone's locked in with me already. So I'm going to go for Bradman Best as first try scorer. So I, I like think he's, he's going to get us over the line. He's going to get us that nice head start. You know, he's going to steamroll a few people and go for that one. So that's my first lock it in. Second lock it in um, actually isn't a night. I think Foran's going to get an anytime try scorer during the game. I think he, like he said, he got two last week and he's in good form. I think he's going to get another one this week. Hopefully not too many. And hopefully he's the one of few people that get a try for the Titans. But I think he's going to get another one this week. Yeah, I like your best one, mate. I think, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so do I. Yeah, that left edge I think is in for a big day now. I'm my not sit here and say I like your four and one. I don't want that to happen. No, me neither. No, no. <laughs> I hope he tell how his... it is, brothers. I hope, he, I hope he breaks his leg. Um, now my locking in boys, <laughs> you bastard. I think Greg Marzu is going to be in for a fucking field day against his old club. Uh, we all know how players love getting up against their old club. He's on the. He's on statistically. He's in the best position to score tries this week against the Titans. So I think he's going to bag a double. And I think DSAF, after a, a nice break, Origin is around the corner. Freddie's going to mm. start looking. I think he's going to be putting on at least 150 run meters. I think I think DSAF's in for a big game this week, boys. I think uh, he's a sleeping giant. He's awoken. Um, and it's time to see some 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 good form and see DSAF lead from the middle. Yep. I like it. I like it. Can I I'd just like quickly point out uh, Steve Boyle has said lock it in at no misconversion. So that's going out the bloody Ooh. limb there, mate, Steve. Uh, maybe a little bit of wishful thinking there, but hey, I like it. I like it. I hope that they're all under the post, pal. Uh, but, yes. mate, no, it was um, – no, Miller did kick one from the sideline. I think was yep. it was a Tom Young try or something against the Eels. He did slot one, mate. I was yeah. He's, he's fixed up yep. where he lines, lines the ball up with, so – uh, Damo McFarlane, mate, you're on the same page as us, brother. I'm going with Bradman to get a try along with Greg Marzu. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Everyone's loving like that. This week. Yeah. Um, Justin, what do you got here, mate? 34 to 28, win to the Knights with Bradman Best to get a hat trick. Oh, hat trick. Nice. Nice. Shit. nice. 
Um, if they have 34, mate, how many have we converted? Is that just a shitload of four-pointers? Or... <laughs> oh, he's missed one. What's that? Yeah. Oh, he misses he, one, he, does he? Yeah, he misses one. Oh, he, I'm not good. He he's 36. They're definitely not going to be 34 field goals, that's for sure. <laughs> um, Ryan Neal. How you doing, Ryan? Lock it in. KP finally gets dropped and we go back to our winning days <laughs> with Campbell at six. <laughs> I see you, Ryan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mate, we're trying, Ryan, to, but... we're trying to pump our boys' tires up and here you are putting them down. Mate, everyone's welcome to their opinions here, mate. No judgment whatsoever. Pocket knife um, in the tire there, Ryan. Yeah. It's all good, mate. Yeah, um, respectfully, Ryan, I hope you're wrong, pal. Um, I really yep. do. I, I hope KP's in for a big one. Uh, Glenn Kemp, what do we got here from Glenn? I just hope KP can make it to the end of the game. Gags for me in defense and attack. Um, yeah, well, we've left out the boys on the right-hand side. Hope they have a, you know, hope we get points right across the board. Uh, that's one positive thing from this season is we're not uh, – you know, favouring one side, unlike our opposition, the Titans, becomes a little mm. bit predictable, doesn't it? Um, if mm. us three idiots can spot that out, I'm sure people that get paid a lot more to talk about rugby league can spot it too. Um, yep. Yeah, um, very evenly across the board, whether it's right, middle, or left side of the field. So, um, Steve Boyle, Fitzy to score. Mate, everyone's loving this. That's all three on the left. Um, Fitzy on one of those angles. Angle runs yeah. off of a ponga ball. Well, James, Sorry, I reckon Fitzy, James... Double. Lock it in, Fitzy for a double. Fitz for a double. I can see that. I can see that, James. Mm. Yeah, mate. Uh, with all these predictions, we're we're going to be like sixty nil or something. But by the I, looks of it, I hope he has a big game after that. Um, you remember that article that came out during last week? Was it that said he was thinking about a move to Super League? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. And there was a lot of people that uh, <laughs> here's like, a lock, yeah, here's a lock it. it in, boys. Justin, can we lock it in with Link to come down to Newcastle for a game in the United Benchwarmers community meetup? Mate, it will happen. It will happen. It will. One day. Um, it's going to happen, <laughs> pal. All right. A lot. A lot's happening behind the scenes here, mate. So I have a feeling it's going to happen at Magic Round next year before <laughs> before we come down here. We're probably going to come up to you. Um, mm. We'll work out. We're, we're working on something, guys. All right. So I will get down there. Um, I'd love to meet everyone, have a beer with everyone. So it's going to happen, guys. Um, what have we got here? Uh, Dylan, thanks for joining us, Dylan. 60-plus points between both teams. Big Mate, scoring game. That could happen. That very well could happen. I can see a world where this just becomes a point-scoring-a-thon. Um, I could quite easily see both teams at least scoring high 20s. Just a, a real back-and-forth kind of game. Uh, what do you guys think? Or do you think it's that... I don't see it. I just can't see it as that real grindy, no, I can't see it being low a big scoring defensive. Game. No, no, I can't see it being a big defensive style game, personally. Yeah, I um, I did have. Here we go. I, I threw my threw my stats on the floor. Um, yeah, look, average points, average points scored. The Knights have scored nineteen average points, and the Titans average is twenty three average points conceded. Knights twenty three, Titans twenty four. So. I don't know. It's it's up there. It's in it's in the cards. If you want to want to look at you know your averages, your your low twenties, then a game where each team scores thirty, it's not out of the question. Could happen. I'll tell you what, I just want to throw it out there. You know, talking about us all meeting up one day down in Newy, one of the best places, the best place in Newcastle to meet up would be the Grain Store in Newcastle. 
How good yep. are 21 beers on tap? Very nice. Just Down turned 10 years old. 10 years old this weekend. I know. I saw that. Mm, good, good so, bub. Great bub. Happy birthday. 21 beers. I'll take two. 21 beers on tap. 21 beers on tap that are forever yeah. changing. So you could go in one week and there'd be 21 beers on tap and then go back a month later and there'd be a whole new 21 beers on tap, mate. It is it's unbelievable in yeah, there. Yeah, bloody good feed. That's still up with Knights, Knights fans, eh? Yeah, get in there to and watch and watch an away, away game from there. You'll it'll change your life. Yeah, see, Justin yeah. agrees with us. Does he? Yeah, good, great beer and great food at the grain store. There you go. Yep, love it. There you go. Now, boys, why don't we? Why don't we? Um, obviously, talk more about the 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 game coming up. Look, I want I want to start with talking about everyone's holiday on 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 the bye week. Going to Bali, going to Fiji, going to Noosa. Um, somewhere in Townsville, wherever they went. That's not what I want to talk about right now. It's just, it's put a spotlight on the team. It's put a spotlight on the team. It's put a spotlight on AOB. And look, if we win this, hopefully everyone will just completely forget that we've even even had this little holiday while everyone else was getting fucking drowned at Magic Round. Um, but look, if, if we lose, if we lose AOB's head, is going to be on a public chop- chopping block, isn't it? Like it's it's not going to be pretty. Mm. It's going to be everyone's going to be saying it was the wrong time. It's I, oh, it's I'm not looking forward to social media if we lose this game on the weekend. No, I can already see the memes with the Knights running out as Bintang as their major sponsor and all this sort of crap. <laughs> um, um, to be honest, but yeah, it. It's unfortunate, you know, we had the whole toilet cubicle bullshit, the trainer garbage that went on, um, AOB in the headlines all last year. We were avoiding it, weren't we? We were flying under the radar. We were playing, I thought we were punching mm. above our weight. We were sort of exceeding expectations, but look, Mate, is, it, yeah, is, is, it, is it a storm in a teacup? Yeah, how it is. Things it, turn? Absolutely <laughs> it is. If, if this was... Um, say this was the buy that we've got to buy in four weeks. I think with the first week of origin, we've got to buy that works up there. Um, if, if it was that, that buy around or the one later in the year, cause we have three this year now, I don't think it would have really mattered, but when the whole rugby league world is magic round is happening. And for the first time ever, a team is missing out and that team is the Newcastle Knights and they've, fucked off to Bali. Like, that's... that's. I feel like if it wasn't Magic Round, this just blows over. Like you said, it's a storm in the teacup. But uh, just just when See, the eyes... Yeah, yeah. It was, it's Magic the media Round and what the night doing not being at Magic Round, oh, they're... Off they go. It's... I don't know. It's just it's just a shit time. Well, Carly makes a great point, you know, plus we got flogged. You know, well, that's exactly. what everyone was saying. That's yeah. the if worst we, part. Let's say two weeks earlier, um, you know, off that massive fucking game against the Panthers, we go on the bye and that happens. Yeah. Nothing much is probably Or if said. we put 50 on Parramatta. If we put if we put 50 on Parramatta, it's a different yeah. story. Yeah, coming off oh. back-to-back wins or something like that. Um, yeah. But with that said, man, how much fucking shit is taken out of goddamn context that Phil Gould quote, if you actually go back and listen to what Phil Gould said, did mm. you know that quote about um, you know you paid to play blah blah blah, mate? Talk about just an absolute screen grab and taken out of context. Um, yeah, look, hopefully we just get the win. We have a great performance. It's just a f- 
fucking little blip on yep. the radar. A little but not blemish. even all the players went to Bali. Apparently, it was only no. Bradman Bess that went to Bali. You know, Saifidi um, down I... in Sydney, and there's another one. Hastings, that's what I don't understand. Like, why, didn't, CG. Like, why didn't they use? Why didn't they just use Knights players went on holidays? I don't know why they had to throw Bali because, like I said, there was about four of them in Fiji. Um, I know there was some at Townsville, and I know there was some at Noosa. So, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why poor old um. Bradman's getting thrown under it, but probably because of why do Aussies go to Bali? Hmm. Aussies yeah, go to Bali to completely write themselves. Yeah, off. it's it's oh, the narr- it's the narrative between Australians and probably footy players getting a bit loose over in Bali. But yeah, yeah. Well, Frizzell's that, that, come out. Frizzell has come out and tried to defend it. I've got a quote from here. It says, "If people want to have a crack at me for being away with my family, it's up to them." Um, it's something that has been put in place by performance staff before the season started. People don't understand that we train through the next two buyers. There has to be a period of time through the year where we get a few days off. Mentally, it's refreshing. Some boys have been training since November 2nd. Their backside's off. So yeah, that's exactly. what's from Frizzell himself. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Most, te- most teams do something like this on a bye week. 99% of teams would have some some time off on a bye week. But like I was saying, just because yeah. it lined up with Magic Round. Yeah, because we're going to ask the Santa yeah, that's just blown into proportion. But look, I want to I want to talk about the game a little bit more, um, and I want to go back to the Titans and 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 Eels game. Um, I, I I don't think we're going to play the same Titans team that we saw in that that Eels game. Um, a much worse one, I hope. I, I I just feel like I feel like that that game made the Titans look a little bit better than what they actually were. Like they lost they lost um, Gutho. In the seventh minute to mm. a sin bin, yeah, and then they lost Moses with seven minutes to go or something like that with the HIA, and they they were coming back. That late was brutal in the game. too. Yeah, that was a bad head knock. I, I just I, I feel like that game made the Titans look flattered better them. than what they were, mm. and like I saw a lot of people on social media the second that because we were doing the Sunday draft, um, when when that game was on, so we didn't see it live, but. Mate, when I saw that that score come through, and then on, on yeah, watching it again. Well, we lost Shawnee. No, we lost Shawnee. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, look, watching the game back, yeah, this, it did flatter them a little bit. They weren't playing like a red hot Panthers outfit, or maybe a Storm or something like that. Uh, eels up up and down like a yeah. I was gonna say, it's not hot and cold. Like you know, they're hot and cold. You know, at the bathroom sink. So you know, you're not you know who you're gonna get when you play Parramatta. Um, Carly's made a good point, which you touched on earlier, Link, about um, the Titans have a poor win rate in Newcastle, which is kind of ironic because they're kind of our bogey team when we play up in Gold Coast. I think, believe it or not, the last time we won on the Gold Coast was March 2015, and they haven't won since August 2016. So talk about fucking bogey teams. We can't fucking win on the Goldie. They can't win in Newey, mate. Um, Yeah, they were. But even when they sucked and we were kind of getting a little bit of form, they would still, you know, get over us up Lincoln's. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> You're back. Yeah, no, I'm back. Yeah, like I, I did, we've we've moved on. Clearly, you guys are on to something else. But yeah, so you keep going. No, nah, well, I think now's a perfect time to get into a little bit of a a Q and A with you guys. So let's get into some questions and answers, shall we? Okay. While we're waiting for a couple of the questions to shoot through, did you bloody bloke see? Uh, over the St. Helens Catalans game, that bloody bull um, that they were walking around the field and it got away from its 
trainer or whatever, I guess you call it. Oh, yeah, I did see a little bit of that. What's the story behind that? Yeah, so it looked like they were just walking around, I think there was about three bulls or something. And um, one one of them just got away and shit, it would have been freaky. You saw all the players just heading in every direction and jumping the barriers and... Because they had red, like what, um, uh, Catalans and, you know, St. Helens both have red in their jersey, the full red pre-warm-up <laughs> shirt on. They're jumping over the barriers. And do you see the <laughs> old mate trying to hold on to the bull when the bull charged? He's getting dragged along by the bloody bull. Oh, I've never seen anything like it. Crazy yeah. times in Super League. Only in Super League, eh? All right, our boy Josh is so. on fire. Here's one from earlier. Happy to have Ponga at six, but please take the captaincy off him. Might help not to have the pressure. Um yeah, look, it's something we've touched on a few times, but look, do you think, I think it's maybe it's a bit of a... I don't think well, do you think it's a missed anything, opportunity though? now? Like, after the game he just had, do you reckon that was the time to strike and go, look, mate, we really think you don't need to be worrying about the captaincy and all this other stuff. Let's just have Frizz handle this. You just need to work on your defence, get yourself right and ready, and maybe we look at it a little bit later. I if just feel like maybe it's a bit of a... If you're in Ponga's position, what do you do? Would you be thinking, okay, man, I'm copping a bit of shit here. You know, I'm coming back. I've got a lot of pressure on me. I don't need this captaincy. Everyone's screaming for me to give it away anyway. You know, and just like step back, go, I want to focus on my own game, give the captaincy to someone else. Or is he thinking that the captaincy is a motivator and he is the, the leader, it is his team, and he wants? He, he, that's why he's not giving it up? Like, what, what do you boys think? Um. I would I would see it as you know Kalen's probably sitting there thinking it's a it's a learning experience it's, it's might add something to his growth I don't know I know he's des- definitely not sitting there watching Facebook and the rest of social media thinking just because people are saying why is he captain I should be giving it up like that's that's not Kalen Ponger either so look I I I think it's just what we're talking about for I, I I think it's not a big deal. Like when you see the captain next to Kalen Ponga's name, I don't think he's a captain. I don't know why. I don't know why there's there's a lot of people out there that, that really, really, really look into it. I feel like the other captain's going to be doing more. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's just one of those things where I've just turned my back on it. Like I don't even, I don't, I just pretend I don't even see the C next to his name. It just feels like it's been there ever since he extended his contract and doesn't actually mean anything. Is that in some way a disservice to the other players who would love to have that C next door name and would do an awesome job? Like, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, oh, well, co- comment away on this one. I'm surprised. Some maybe someone has brought it up. I just haven't seen it. Um, Kalen Ponger and Origin. Now, how do you boys feel? And please let me know what you guys feel in the comments. Comment away on this. Do you feel a little bit dudded if he does take a Queensland jersey? Or do you really think at this point of the year, and given what we've gone through, he just goes, you know what? No, I owe the Knights. I don't need this after the scandal of the preseason. The HIAs need to clean up some stuff in my game. I don't even want the pressure of origin. He would have come out and said that already, I think. I think he would would have come out and said that already if he wasn't going to, you know, put his hand up for it. I would love it if he was invited to camp but doesn't play. Like, Mm. I I would really love him to get back around... That winning mentality. I'd I'd like him to go to the Maroon training camp and bring something out of it, but not actually play. I, I feel like that would be win win for us. Um, I w- I wouldn't like to see him play. Like if he plays and gets a head knock, then that 
that doesn't hurt Queensland. That hurts us. So mm. I don't know if you blokes agree with me, but I think it's an injustice to some of the players that are playing really well, how they select origin teams. I know they do the safe way and they go, well, these people have played for us in the past. They're good players. But, like, shouldn't it be about who's playing the best? Like, look at, you know, Nico Hines is playing awesome. Like, you know, arguably he should have been in it. You know, you're looking at Walsh over Ponga. Like, why would you pick Ponga over Walsh on, based mm. on form at the moment? I guess so, though. You know he does a job. Like, I know, you know that's like, what I'm mate, saying, but it shouldn't Kate, be about that. It should be about I the know. best performance. That's your motivation to play Origin. If you're like thinking, oh, well, blah, 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 has had that position for the last, you know, three years, you know, I'm not going to, no matter how well I play, he's just going to get mm. the job done. They're going to pick him. That's, that's yeah, that's not much motivation right but there. But isn't it, wasn't that though the New South Wales undoing? That was, it was just yeah. too, you know, you're chopping and changing, you're always picking the best, but you're not really, between the two months of football, you know, someone's, I don't know, had a few shocking games. I don't know, someone's played better and just constantly chop and change with Queensland. Regardless, they did a job in origin. You keep your spot until you don't do a good job in origin. Well, it, it is what it is. That's the, that's the nature of the beast that, as it is now. But, yeah, it just kind of sucks in a way for these play, other players that are playing really well. Don't get that spot. Um, yeah, what's I, saw the, one, um, I saw one here for you. What's the old saying? It's It's hard to soar like an eagle when you're surrounded by turkeys. Yeah, that, I, I feel like that's... That's 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 origin. That's especially the Maroons, and I feel like that's what they're thinking with with KP is the Knights are a bunch of turkeys. We'll get him up here and soar with with our eagles. Like I I I can see why they're they're talking about it, even though his form isn't that great. Um, but yeah, he's done it in the past for us. He's had he's always had a really good game. Every origin he's played, he's had a blinder. And when arguably, you know, we've been going shit. Mate, he could have quite well, easily been man. That's what I was just saying. He's soaring yeah. like a soaring like an eagle because he's surrounded by great players. Yeah, that's what I was back in the like an eagle when yeah, he's surrounded by turkeys. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, moving along. Uh, here's one for you, Shawnee. Um, Joanne Miller, thank you for the question, Joanne. Any chance Mitchell Pierce comes back to the Knights? No, <laughs> put a line through it. No, he he's, looking for that contract. he's looking for that contract with the rooster on it. I think he just wants to, you know, swan song end on the roosters. You know, he, he will be doing everything he can to get back to the roosters. And after what happened in Newcastle, he's not coming back. Won't happen. Yeah, I guess it was a bit ugly there. He, he never, he's uh, what was it? His engagement never sort of got back on track. I take it that was. Mm, and the the business had to go the local business mm. and there was a lot in a lot involved with Mitchell Pierce. Question to you town. blokes: so If he everyone... comes back to the NRL, it's not going to be Newcastle. Well, Mitchell Pierce, question to you blokes and to everyone out there listening: Do you think we got the best out of Mitchell Pierce? Was your expectations met with our Mitchell Pierce signing, or were you expecting more when you saw that he you know put pen to paper and was coming to Newcastle? Look, I'm I'm going to be biased with that, so I'll go with Link. <laughs> I'll, I'll palm it off the Link. On the field, mostly yes. Off the field, unfortunately, wasn't probably the greatest example. I think I can't remember what preseason was. The whole phone bullshit that went on, that wasn't a good look for the club, and clearly affected some results early. I think it happened in the preseason, did it? Yeah. Um, look, I really do like PC. I was so fucking stoked to have Mitch come to the club. Um, yeah, I thought he was a great competitor. I'd love to see 2018 Mitchell Pierce when we first saw him come in to say nothing against Jacko, but see what he could do with this team. He didn't have yeah. the best. He didn't have the best roster around him, but exactly. I think the dif- the, dif- the difference between Mitchell Pierce's best games and his worst wasn't a great deal. 
if Mitchell Pierce had a down game, it wasn't like, man, he fucking sucked. He had, he, he was a little bit off maybe, but well, as trying to be a good player is that. I saw a lot okay. of frustration in his game. Like, you know, like he was trying the best he can, but like you were saying earlier, you know, about the, you know, flying with Eagles or whatever he said. Like it's, yeah, I yeah. think he had a lot of that going on as All well. Right, I'll, so. I'll, I'll, I'll try and give my opinion without being biased, but – I, I did all of those stats throughout Mitchell Pierce's time here in Newcastle. Our winning percentage with Mitchell Pierce was fifty-seven percent. Our losing, our winning percentage without Mitchell Pierce when he was injured was twenty-three. He mm. did win us a lot of games on the on the back of field goals um, and other brilliance that he had. Um, he was unlucky. He copped two pec injuries. Most players don't cop two pec injuries in their entire career, and he copped two in three years was it or two seasons yes yeah, i think it was gonna be two seasons wasn't it mm. yeah. i don't remember the, the the man was lucky with with injuries here um look i i i was very happy with how we went with with mitchell pierce mm. moving along with that one our good mate lachlan drummond how you doing pal good to see you interesting aside to team list tuesday is now, forgive me if I completely butcher this. Yeah, fun uh, with Latia, um, I'm not going to even try that one. Apologies. <laughs> a player contracted to the Cowboys' top 30 is playing for our cup side this weekend. Scored a double in the Cows' trial game against the Dolphins. Seems like we may have identified a Dom Young replacement. Um, okay, well, I'm assuming he's a winger. I have to look this guy up. I can't say I've heard yeah, anything about him. I didn't say anything about it. Mate, yeah. Um, I'll Message take the word footage. on it, mate. If you've got some footage, man, yeah, shoot it through to us so we can check yeah. it out. Send us some links. What have we got here from our mate, Thomas Sansom? Thanks for joining, mate. Here's a question. Do you think man's injury, man's injury or just butt hurt after the coach ripped him for his shit performance? Um, mate, on the uh, on the Sunday night show a couple of weeks ago, um, we you know, we all we all go and re-watch the games as horrible as some of them are. Yeah, I did notice that very early on in the piece, he was clutching in and around the abdomen. The trainer did come over a couple times. Um, I think it was 50-50. I really do think it was 50-50. I think he was injured and there's something that's happened. Um, yeah, he's injured. He, he's not doing himself any favours, you know, to act like butt hurt. Like, just, you know, suck it can, up. You know, can, I, I, um, can I say AOB's a dick in this situation? I'm going to throw off fucking spender in the work here and say that AOB's a dick. Now, look, if you know that your hooker is injured, get him off. Phoenix Crossland's been playing there. Put Phoenix in, and you've got poor old fucking Tyson Gamble sitting on the bench getting fucking splinters. So if you if you want to have your hooker playing injured for what he didn't... He, did he come off late in the half, or did he play the whole first half? Uh, he No, he, he came off the sheds. I think, yeah, yeah. I think he played the he played um the first forty. He played yeah, the first forty. He didn't come back out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, look, if you're a decent coach, get your injured player off the field, put some fresh legs out there. Then you got Tyson Gamble for more minutes as well. Like it's just a it's a dumb move by AOB to leave an injured player out there. So I don't know if if Kurt Mann blew up and was like, "Fuck, mate, I've been running around for thirty minutes with my ass busted." And he didn't do a fucking thing. Like I can understand why he would be angry in that situation. So like, mm. I don't know if that's what it was, but I would be pissed off too if if I was gone. And look, he's he's done for a couple of months. If I was gone and fucking no one did anything about it. Yeah. 
I can tell you it wasn't Ninja when he threw that first pass, though. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> Should have been. Maybe, maybe it was that bad he did injure himself. <laughs> did a draw? Yeah. It was that bad a pass. He's totally asleep. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah. Well, I did see a question in here, actually. Um, Kurt Mann's last seat, well, last, yeah, he's not contracted beyond 2023. Yeah. 2024, Kurt Mann. Is he a knight or is he elsewhere? Elsewhere. Comment away. Let me know what you guys see. Do we re sign Kurt Mann or. You just don't see a spot for him anymore. We've got some younger guys coming through. Yeah. We've spent like that money. Like, yeah, he reminds me of the little engine that could, you know, he's like has up and down seasons. You know, we always used to joke that he'd have one really good season, one really bad season, and then another really good season. Unfortunately, that seems to have stopped, but I can't see him being a night next season. Unfo- There's just unfortunately, no spot for him. Unfortunately, I feel my, my take on Kurt Mann, I just think he's a victim to his own versatility. I think yeah. ever since he's come to the Knights, we cannot work out what he plays. Well, that's yeah. definitely been a case. Yeah, on those bad seasons he's it's had. Exact, it's the yeah. exact same as Connor Watson. It's Connor yeah, Watson it's, all over again. Yeah, yeah. it's. It, I think it's it, it like we had. We we just had to pick the better of where the fuck do we play them. It's like we had we had two of those, like you were saying, Lincoln, asterisks next to them of where mm. the, what do you do with these guys? And they thought Kurt Mann was the better of the two at the time. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Look how you know, he excelled that season. We put him in at 5 8. Like, you know, he knew his position there. He knew what he had mm. to do and he excelled. But yeah, and then they moved him back as, you know, being utility and it just went pear shaped again. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of signings, Dylan, thanks for the comment, mate. What single position do you think we lack and need to improve? I always love these questions. Yeah. Um, Storky, mate, get your checkbook out. Who are we signing and where the fuck are we going to put them? Mate, I just think we need a really big upset. I used to say it on nearly every episode we've had here. I just think we need one of those really big, yeah. um, you know, Warriors seem to have them. Um, yeah, like you know, or, uh, yeah, we need one or, of those huge yeah. guys that if he was running at you, you'd like have to change your dax because they're freaking so imposing that they're mm-hmm. just going to run straight over you. So, yeah, we need something like that. We need a big forward. Yeah, we need a big bopper. We need, we need, we need one of those giants. I agree. We need yeah. we need one of them. Yep. Yeah, I tend to agree with you guys. I think that's something that um yeah, I'm trying to what, what are some names? I'm just trying to think of some examples of some yeah, like your Anfanul Blake. Yeah, your um, Nelsons, but he's, he's Nelson is he going yeah. to rugby? No, he just, no, he just is, signed That's like right. A, he just signed a, a, a massive extension with the Storm. He did too. Yeah, that would have um, been good. What do we, we need? <laughs> Ross you say Ross Buchan, so we need SKD back. Lockie, Lockie Tipper just brought up a, a name. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up. Um, old Matt Lodge. You remember this was a this was a controversial mm. thing. Yeah, people wanted to burn fans, down. The fans, burn it down. the fans blew up and the club backflipped on their decision because the fans weren't happy and I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I still remember yeah. posting that. It was Knights Dodge Lodge. I still remember <laughs> that. I remember that news. Yep. Um, yeah. How do you how do you think we would have went if we had Matt Lodge? Mm. Mm. Has he been tearing it up? Be and, um, where did he go after that? Because he didn't go straight to the Roosters, did he? He went somewhere uh, else. He went, he to, went the to the Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, he went to the Warriors. Warriors. Yep. Didn't really do. Yeah, I don't know. He hasn't really done a lot. But then again, I don't watch a lot of Roosters games on purpose. Uh, well, Tom hasn't just commented. Tom has just screamed at us, hooker. We need oh, yeah. another A-grade hooker with Braille's A. None of this B-grade should be right replacement. Um, and this is this is going to sound harsh, but 
I would like to find an A-grade hooker to replace Braley. I, mm. uh, <laughs> I, I, I've been hurt by Braley too many times. I've seen too many massive injuries. He's sat on the sideline for way too long. We, we need to stop being the nice club. We need to stop being the, oh, you've had four knee reconstructions. That's, that's fine. Like we'll sign you for another two years. It, uh, I'm not saying that's Braley. Like that was just pulling numbers out of my ass. And I was thinking of, um, what was that winger that we signed? And then literally in his third, third game. Moga. Moga, yeah. Because um, we signed him after he'd had three, and then that was his fourth, right? Yeah. yeah. He's playing for the Dragons now, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. Scored a hat-trick. Killing yeah. it. And a double for that. <laughs> Killing it. Oh, he went and played into another club and killed it. I just pulled That's the rug from underneath you. So, so Shibasaki. Um, yeah, look, I, I, would like to, I would like to get rid of, as much as he's a good, good dude, a good human, yeah, I'm, I'm saying see you later, Braley, and bringing in a new hooker next year. But who have we got coming through? Like, we've got, what are they, um, Temple, Calipo, and um, Liam Wilkinson, both in New South Wales Cup playing hooker. But I haven't, I'm not familiar with them. I don't know if you've heard their names before. So, look, you're better off. Good, good Luke, friend of the show, back. Matthew Tyrrell. Nice to join us, Matthew. Um, welcome to the show, pal. Braley is super injury prone. <laughs> Mate, every fucking goddamn night hooker is injury prone. My Lord, mm. it's yeah. a curse. Um, the old nine jersey. It's a shame we can't pull off like this uh, Andrew McCulloch deal that we did a couple of years ago, you know, try and pounce on someone. Injured, didn't McCulloch get injured as well? Though? He did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was out oh, as well. Oh, did he? And he was yeah, replacing. Yeah, yeah. We, um... we signed McCulloch and then he did really well for like three he or did. four games. And then and he – was that an ACL? Was that an ACL as well? I, oh, I think so. That sounds from memory. Did. But um, That was yeah, the same season Green went down, well. wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We lost Blake Green and then we got yeah, That's right. Um, John McGrath, here's a really good question. I like this one. Do you think we need to hear from Peter Parr to see what changes have been made for recruitment and development of younger players coming through? It's funny you mention this because I got fucking Yeah, you're a big Peter Parr man, so I wanted to hear your opinion on this link. I got tagged a shitload because there's a job ad out in Seek. Yeah, I saw they're, that. They're looking, which I was very, very surprised with. I I thought you were I, going to say you were thinking about applying. Yeah, I just when I when it said cheerleader, I just didn't see it, Link. But hey, man, go for it. Um, I'm sure the knights are going to be jumping in this comment section, mate, asking me to do something for them one day. But now, nah, look, um, picture Link as a cheerleader. <laughs> got the hair and the ass for it, mate. Um, now look, I just thought Peter Powell was going to take on a real hands-on approach uh, with this. Like he was going to get his hands all over it, be involved in it. Now I do know um, we missed out on. He came from Manly. Um, there was a manly recruitment guy who was highly sought after. I think the West Tigers managed to snap him up. Comment away if you know. I, I remember seeing it a week or two ago. So uh, we were in the in the market a little while ago to try and fill that position that uh, Clint Zamet is no longer there, um, which is interesting because I just thought moving Clint on would mean Peter was taken on. And one thing I can come in the nights on, I don't think our recruitment has been that bad. Really, um, I thought our recruitment was pretty good, yeah. So, yeah, especially yeah. this season. Um, oh, here we go. Um, we've got a lot, a lot of Fulton Mark and Luffy. This season. Scott, Scott Fulton, that's it. Fulton. Yeah, um, there's there's two yeah. Scott Fultons, there's a Bob Fulton, and then there's just two it's, Fulton. So, we'll just run with Fulton. It's definitely not fucking Bob, he ain't recruiting anybody. <laughs> um, I can guarantee you that. Um, yeah, hey, just, just quickly, I want to jump back to the number nine jersey because Alex Jen Jennings is brought up a good point that Kurt Mann was wearing the nine jersey. 
when he yeah. uh, did his did his thing. So that's that's two hookers we lost this year. We're burning it at half time. The curse, oh, curse continues. The curse Jesus. continues. Watch out, Phoenix. <laughs> wow, we. Um, but boys, I think we're going to end it on the hooker curse. My God, what a what a great and fun way to end the show. Um, but look, <laughs> huge thank you for everyone for tuning in for the debut episode, Teamless Tuesday. Christ, I'm still trying to remember. Teamless Tuesday nights. Um, we'll be back again still on Sundays. Do not worry. You get two shows a week. You join in, give us your opinions, your rants, whatever it is it may be. As always, stalking Sean, a pleasure as always, boys. Thanks, mate. Always, mate. Nothing out. Love doing it on Sundays. Love doing it. Sitting down, sinking a few foghorns as, you know, we just chat about the game. It's Yeah, love it, mate. Love it. Love hearing everyone's opinions. Like our own little community we're building here, and it's great. Love it. Little side note, too. My drafted Knights team absolutely oh, obliterated your two. So just absolutely. to finish on that, yeah. thank you everyone who voted for me. It's hard um, to be third pick in that sort of thing. Why you is. got Joey? Joey, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I won it in the first minute, mate. Like I you can did. say that much. Um, but anyone who did miss that, check it out. Um, it's still up on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Spotify. It was a fucking great night. Thank you for everyone tuning on that. Heard some great players of old. My God, some of the names are in the comment section. Took me back. So um, huge thank you, guys, as always. Um, Sunday nights. Yes, going ahead. Um, be kind to your mum, guys. Mother's Day on Sunday. So have a great day with them, um, boys. Until Sunday. Let's do it all again. I'll see you then, eh? Brothers in arms, we're more than a team. And the heart of a say we wear on our sleeves for the red and the blue. Till the end, we will fight. Sing along, live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights for the red. And the blue till the end we will fight Singing long live the Newcastle Knights